All right, let's get started. Welcome to our T1D mom support group call. We're in maximum summer vacation mode over here. So I'm not dressed. I don't have makeup on. I don't even have earrings on. I did brush my teeth this morning. <laughs> we do have minimum baselines. Kids are all still asleep. They haven't even woken up yet. So they should be doing that any second and coming down and interrupting. Um, so I might get started. And if anybody joins us, that's going to be awesome. If not, I have a fun, quick little message to share that you can watch on the replay. So I love weeds. We're going to talk about weeds today. <laughs> not weed like marijuana. I know a lot of people like that kind of weed. <laughs> not me. Never tried it. <laughs> Can tell you if I love it. I probably would, <laughs> but we're not going there. I'm talking about weeds. Like if I could flip the camera around and you could see out my window and into my yard, it's covered in morning glory. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful name? And there are apparently morning glory flowers that are acceptable, but there's also the weed kind that I'm like, why are they considered a weed? They're so beautiful because they're going to invade everything. Everyone says. They're going to invade everything. That's the problem is they take over your garden. They take over your yard. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? Over there, I've got a little swing set with rocks on the bottom and the morning glory is taken out. It's beautiful. I'd way rather like see the fun little flowers out there dotting over the grass. And you know what's interesting about the morning glory? They close up at night and then they open up when the sun <laughs> comes out. I think that's why they're called morning glory. When it's morning, they turn glorious. I love them. They're beautiful. You know what else I love? Dandelions. <laughs> Especially when the grass is totally green and then the fun little yellow blossoms everywhere. It's beautiful. So I feel bad for weeds that they have such a bad reputation, right? Everyone hates weeds. Poor weeds. Why does everyone hate weeds so much? <laughs> it's not fair. Poor little weeds. I love them. The other place I see weeds that I really love is I go down to the river in the early mornings while the kids are still sleeping. I love the summer schedule. We stay up way too late. And so they sleep in in the morning and I get to sneak down to the river and meditate and breathe and enjoy the beauty and just love my alone time. Love it. Summer schedule is the best. Um, And there are weeds down there. Because the riverbed is not trying to be all manicured and perfectly, um, you know, taken care of like everyone's yards around here. <laughs> My poor neighbors, <laughs> they have beautiful yards and then they go for walks around the neighborhood and enjoy everyone's beautiful yards. And then they walk past my house <laughs> where the weeds are growing and the children are growing like the weeds that are growing <laughs> and the weeds are taller than the children. <laughs> I love weeds. What's the problem? Come on, people. <laughs> but down at the river, it's all natural. Nobody's um, like pulling weeds every single day, spending their day, spending their life pulling weeds. Ugh, I have zero interest in spending my life pulling weeds. So I don't. <laughs> Sorry, neighbors. And down at the river where it's all natural, there's these amazing purple weeds that are just gorgeous. Like I'm sure they'd be considered weeds. I tried to do that little Google, you know, use the camera and tell you what kind of flower it is, but it wasn't working that day when I tried to do that. <laughs> um, but I'm sure they're weeds because they look like dandelions. Like the leaves are super pokey and spiky. Um, but it looks like that flower that, um, what's her name? Isabella 
makes in Encanto when all of a sudden she decides to do something unexpected instead of the beautiful normal flowers that she makes all the time they're super boring she um she instead makes something unexpected right and it's beautiful too and it's so exciting to be able to just do whatever she wants right okay so these are my random ramblings about weeds but the point of weeds <laughs> on our t1d mom support group call right now <laughs> is do you think about diabetes like the weeds in your garden of life that's my cute little canva graphic that i made <laughs> to go with the call do you think about diabetes the way we think about weeds in the garden of life we think that life should just be beautiful and only the flowers we want and not the flowers we don't want and it's perfectly manicured and it just looks good from the inside from the outside everything about life is just roses and daisies right no weeds allowed that's kind of how we think about life right but thinking about it that way causes us so much pain and suffering <laughs> because that's not the reality of life. Life is not roses and daisies all the time. And in fact, if it was roses, hello, roses have thorns. <laughs> so it's not just beautiful and it's, and it's seasons, right? The roses are only beautiful for a little while and then they shrivel and die and they're just comatose for the rest of the year. And then there's a season where it's beautiful, right? So the expectations we have of what life is supposed to be is what's causing us problems living this life because life is not supposed to be easy is not supposed to be perfectly manicured and beautiful it's hard and it's pokey and it stings and it hurts and it's not fun sometimes sometimes it is the beautiful little purple blossom on that spiky weed out by the river is beautiful but you gotta find the beauty in the midst of all the right and that is life so maybe your weed of diabetes has taken over your whole life, right? That's why we call it a weed, because it takes over the garden, the morning glory, right? So like the morning glory has taken over my whole yard, maybe diabetes has taken over your whole life. And that is why you think of it like you think of a weed. But let's try on some alternatives. Maybe there's something beautiful about it what no there's not it's just the worst yeah i know it's the worst i know i have two daughters with it and it's the worst but does it really have to take over your whole life with its worstness maybe it's just an occasional little inconvenience here and there is that possible i'd like to venture that it is possible because we've been dealing with it long enough that that is kind of how it feels so it's definitely stressful. It's definitely not fun at times, but it doesn't have to be like the main story of our whole life. No, diabetes can just be a part of life. There can be a couple weeds here and there that you have to take care of, but it doesn't have to like take over your whole garden. That's my proposition. If you want help figuring out how to actually do that, yeah, that's what we do in coaching, right? So I'll give you a little hint since I started early and it's not even technically 9 30 yet so if anyone was to come on time that's not even now yet okay so this is what we do in coaching right so we use this coaching model circumstance thought feeling action result so and don't mind my yucky nails I've been down at the river instead of taking a shower this morning so um 
So the circumstance of diabetes, right? If you've watched any of these replays, you've seen this and we've talked about this a million times, but we'll do it again. This is the only video you've seen. So if you put diabetes right here as your circumstance and you feel like it's taken over your life with stress, maybe we'll put stress in the feeling line. We think that the diabetes is causing the stress or we can be more specific, like, like we know there's a pod swap coming up today. We have to change out the Omnipod every three days, right? And that causes stress, right? Or dread, maybe. Are you dreading that pod swap because your kid pitches a huge fit and it's not fun for anybody and it's totally drama. So you're feeling dread because of the pod swap. Mm -mm, you skipped a step. You're not feeling dread because of the pod swap. You need to swap or pod. That's just circumstance. That's just a fact. You need to do that. But the pod itself is not out to get you. In fact, it makes life a lot easier. <laughs> so the pod is not negative. Our feeling is negative because of boom, ba -dum, boom, 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 boom. Here's the secret is there's a secret little hidden thought between the pod swap and the feeling of dread. What are you thinking about the pod swap that's making you feel dread? You're thinking something simple like, I don't want to do that. I hate the pod swap. Diabetes is the worst. I hate listening to my child yell and scream and be like, please, daddy, please, no, daddy, please don't do it. Heartbreaking, right? So we feel heartbroken, not because of the pod, because not even because of the words the child is saying, but because of our thoughts about it. What are you thinking that's making you feel so heartbroken? And you probably don't want to think something different. You don't want to be a callous, unfeeling, heartless mom. Like you want to feel bad when you're causing pain to your child, right? And so it's okay. It's okay that you feel dread. It's okay that you feel stress. It's okay. But when we let it invade the whole garden, you know, like I used to say on Sunday nights, I'd be like, oh, guys, to my roommates, you know, who are all dreading Monday morning. <laughs> I was like, you're ruining today thinking about tomorrow. Don't think about tomorrow till tomorrow. It ruins today. <laughs> That's what I used to say, especially on a Sunday night, right? So dreading the pod swap that's going to happen in hours from now is just making these hours miserable also. So it can be a little weed here and there that you have to take care of business and do what you got to do, but it doesn't have to invade your whole life. It doesn't have to invade your whole day, right? So how often are you looking at your Dexcom and thinking all the thoughts that are causing all the feelings that are making your life miserable? How often do you really need to be checking it? And how often can you go into a place of calm, a place of trust, a place of knowing that you've got this, you know what you're doing. You don't need to be double checking constantly 30 seconds, every 30 seconds, all day long. Like you fed her, you dosed her, she's good. And then next time she wants to eat again, then you can get back to pulling some weeds, right? But the weeds don't have to invade your whole entire life. I promise you they don't because I got a couple of years under my belt and I don't feel like they've invaded my whole life anymore. For sure. At the beginning it did. It was really big, nasty weeds everywhere all the time. So if you're early on this journey, definitely feel ya. And I want to give you hope that it's not always going to be because even my weeds out there, they don't do anything about. And so they grow really, 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 really tall. Winter comes and kills them <laughs> and they all just lay down flat. So there's times and seasons in life. And even if you're not like consciously trying to, you know, do all this thought work and, and change the way you're looking at it, like it'll ebb and flow, I promise. So this too shall pass. 
the way you're thinking about it really affects the way you're feeling about it. And you also have all sorts of nervous system things going on in your body. So when we look at this little model, like, oh, just change your thoughts. That's not really taking into account, like the trauma that you've been through when your child was diagnosed and the trauma (laughs) that you continue to feel every time those Dexcom alarms go off, it triggers that trauma and you go into fight or flight and you live in a state of panic all the time, right? Like this is legit nervous system stuff and you can increase your space of safety and calm and, um, and not have to live in that heightened fight or flight all the time. We can't, we literally cannot live like that for very long. We've got to have the rest and digest and we've got to, we've got to figure out how to find that calm. So that's what this call is supposed to be. Every week we take just a quick half hour to come meet together, breathe, calm our nervous systems, help light each other's fires to keep going for next week. So one of these days, we're going to get some people actually on the call and we're going to have this be a support group. (laughs) But for now, it's just me coming on here saying, hey, what's up? And sharing a random message that I've been thinking about. So weeds, that's the message for today. Don't let them take over your whole yard, I guess. And if you're going to at least see the beauty in them, right? So diabetes has taken over your whole life. So what? Like, why does that have to be a bad thing? Maybe it's a good thing. Let's think about how that could be. (laughs) This was a coaching session. I would make you answer that question. How could this be a good thing? I know it's really hard for your brain to find those answers because you're drenched in thinking about how terrible it is. But even something as simple as imagine the empathy you have now for other people going through hard things. That's beautiful, right? So. Life is not supposed to be all beautiful. Even roses have thorns. There's weeds in our garden. It's the way life's supposed to be. And it depends on how you look at it. Coaching really spoke to me because that phrase has been with me my whole life. I've always believed it depends on how you look at it. And that is what we do in coaching is that we look at it differently. We think different thoughts about it consciously because our brain on default is trying to protect us. And this is a threat. It's literally a threat. We, our brain is trying to protect us. And then we spawn children and the brain is literally like connected to them too. And it's our job to protect them too. So the brain is like hyper aware of all of the threats to our child. And it's a literal life or death situation we're dealing with here. So that's a lot of cortisol pumping through your body. Like we've got to breathe it through. We've got to feel it through. We've got to find pockets of time to get to the river and calm relax, right? And trust that the, the the kids are fine because you need your sleep you need your breathing (laughs) you need to take care of you in order to take care of them and that's where I come in as your life coach to help you do that so hit me up at dropthewar.com forward slash appointments if you want to have a personal chat on zoom otherwise I'll just see you here on Tuesday morning so hopefully someday (laughs) we'll have more people here on Tuesday mornings in the meantime that's it for this week talk to you next week Bye.